is a message from one of our Sunday celebrations. And you can find out more about Jubilee by visiting our website at www.jubilee.org.uk. Well, good morning. Look at that, the sun is coming out. Yes. Hallelujah. It is so good to be back together, isn't it? I know it's a bit of a different venue. I know it's not quite as comfy and warm as our usual one in Derby or indeed in Burton. But it is just wonderful to, to see you. It's wonderful to be back together, isn't it? Isn't it great to be able to worship God together? I mean, you know, it, it's been it's been good on Zoom, and you know, the guys leading us in worship, you've served us so well and faithfully. Thank you. But it's so much better, isn't it, to worship together with one another, and uh, and to be in a field. It's great, isn't it? Isn't it good? And the and the sun is coming out. Come on, sun. Sun is coming out, and the rain is stopping, and. Um, I'm sure we're going to get together for a picnic afterwards. Listen, thank you for those of you who have been working so hard to make this happen. Um, to our tech team who are hiding under umbrellas there, give them a round of applause. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much. James particularly for putting a lot of work in making all the kit work and getting it together. Thank you uh, for David and coordinating all of this. Uh, as Tim was saying, a lot of work has gone in to make this happen. And I expect we'll be doing this for a few weeks. So um, let's be praying for good weather on Sundays and make sure you book in ready for next weekend. And we're going to be gathering and worshipping together. And uh, it is really so good to do that. So I want to speak today uh, for a few moments. This is not going to be a long preach. You'll be very pleased to know. But I want to speak from one of my favourite passages. And if you know me, if you know me for any length of time, you'll know that one of my favourite passages in Scripture is from Acts chapter 2. It's a description of the early church, what it was like to be part of that uh, early church. And uh, I want to speak into to some of that today, but rather than the, the latter part of Acts 2, we can look at the beginning of Acts chapter 2. And we can look at the coming of the Spirit on the day of Pentecost. So if you've got an old school printed Bible like me, there we are, you can get that out, or if you're more likely you've got it. Rupert, thank you for bringing your old school printed Bible. There we are. Young people, this is called a Bible. It's not electronic. It's printed on paper. Who knew? There we are. So get your phone or get your, get your Bible and uh, turn please to to Acts chapter 2. And uh, and if you're watching on Church Online, then hello, it's great to have you with us. Thank you for being here. You can turn to Acts chapter 2 as well. Now this is a good passage for us to look at today. As Tim was saying, it's the day of Pentecost. But also for us being our first in-person meeting for over a year, actually to talk about the indwelling power of the Holy Spirit, I think is really important. And I think it's key for us in the coming days. You know, life over the last year has been locked down and locked up and been shut away for so many things that we haven't been able to do. 
as life begins to unlock and we begin to get some freedoms back once again and life begins to return to some degree of normality, what we need, dear friends, is the empowering presence of the Holy Spirit. Amen? Amen? Let's read Acts chapter 2, the first few verses. When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Now they were staying in Jerusalem, God-fearing Jews from every nation under heaven. When they heard this sound, a crowd came together in bewilderment because each one heard them in their own language, heard their own language being spoken. Isn't it wonderful? Holy Spirit poured out. They hear languages that they recognize, even though it's not what they expected to hear there in Jerusalem. Some made fun of them, saying they'd had too much wine. But as they came to see, actually, this was the empowering presence of God himself. And it's easy to read a passage like that and think, well, that's all about that day, isn't it? You know, you look back and think, oh, that was then. What relevance has it got for us now? Well, it was that day that the Holy Spirit was poured out upon all God's people for the first time. Before that, the Holy Spirit had come to specific individuals at specific times for specific reasons. But now, the Holy Spirit was poured out on all God's people. Jesus spoke about it. Old Testament prophets look forward to it. Joel, for example, said, oh, Joel 2, 28, 29, God says, I'll pour my spirit out on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream, dream dreams. Your young men will see visions. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days. I don't know if you're a dreamer or a visionary. I wonder if you dream dreams or see visions. Whether you're old or young whether you're male or female, whether you've been a Christian for a long time or a short time, God wants to pour his spirit out on you today. Do you believe that? Do you believe that? You do. Church Online, do you believe that? You can put a thumbs up emoji or something in the chat there to say, yes, you believe that, that God wants to pour his spirit out afresh on you today. Wherever it is you're watching this, God wants to come to you today. And friends, for those of us in the field where the sun is breaking through, God wants to come afresh. My guess is for most of us, who are Christians here today, 
for most of us who are filled know that we've been baptized in the Holy Spirit, there was probably a moment in time where we can think, oh yeah, that happens. Most of us will be able to say, yes, uh, I remember a day when uh, I was prayed for and God filled me with his spirit. Many of you will be able to look back upon a day and go, yeah, I remember that happening. For some of you, that might have been quite recently. For some of you, it's almost lost in the mists of time. But you might look back upon a particular day. You know, for me, I remember that day well, actually, in the 1990s. Who remembers the 1990s? Come on, some of you do. Some of you are going, what, what, what are the 1990s? What are these historic days of which you speak? But I remember back in the early 90s, mid-90s, I remember a meeting I went to and God met me in a powerful way that I hadn't experienced before. He filled me with his spirit. Actually, it was some time after I'd become a Christian, but actually it doesn't need to be, you know. It's not meant to be that way always. But I can look back on that day and think, oh, it's all about then. But it's not. Actually, it's all about now. Yes, there was a moment in time when God came and filled me with his spirit for the first time. But I cannot live in the good of what happens in the summer of 1994. That was the first time, yes. But I need to live in the good of the power of the spirit today. It's no good me looking back in the mid-90s and going, oh, well, God filled me then. That was great. And yes, it was great. It was remarkable and unexpected. And God came and I encountered him in a way that I'd never encountered him before. But I can't live just in the good of that. I need to encounter God on a daily basis. And friends, you need to encounter God on a daily basis. You need to be filled afresh with his spirit every day. Every day needs to be a day of Pentecost for you. Every day is Pentecost. And I know we celebrate it once a year and it's great to do that. I'm all for that. But listen, your Pentecost needs to be every day. Every day. Life in the Spirit is about a powerful reality of everyday life. Of God filling you, equipping you, empowering you and you living in the good of it. And you know what? As we begin to unlock and life begins to return to some degree of normality, we need God's Spirit. We need His power. Do you agree? You know what? Whilst baptism in the Holy Spirit, whilst God coming to us and filling Him with His Spirit, with, with His Spirit, yes, it is foundational to our meetings. And we love having... Meetings where, you know, we, we pray in tongues and there's prophecy and tongues and interpretation. That's all wonderful. But listen, hear this. The Holy Spirit doesn't just come for Sunday mornings. It's not just about Sunday morning worship or Wednesday night life group. God wants to empower you to live for him every day. To live in the good of his presence every day so I wonder are you living life listening to the Holy Spirit 
allowing him to prompt you, to guide you, to lead you, to speak to you? Are you speaking to, to friends and neighbours around you? One ear listening to them and one ear listening to the Lord. Are you asking God what he's got for those that you encounter during your week? I believe God wants to pour out his spirit afresh today. But we're missing it if we think it's just about goosebumps in the meeting. I'll be honest, I love Holy Spirit goosebumps in the meeting. But that's not where it finishes. We've got goosebumps. <laughs> the sun is coming out. The sun has got his hat on. But I will not sing. If it were right. Friends, it's so easy to default into living your Christian life without relying on the power of God. But guess what? It don't work. I've tried it, I know. And I know many of you have tried as well. <laughs> but actually, God wants to empower us afresh today to live in the good of his spirit, live in the good of his presence, and to equip us for all that he has for us. Whether it be here in Derby, whether it be in Burton, or indeed maybe further afield if you're joining us from somewhere else online. I want to ask you a question this morning, and it's this. Have you received the Spirit? Have you received the Holy Spirit? You know, it's okay to ask that question. You know, Paul wasn't afraid to ask the question of the, some early believers that he came across. Have you received the Spirit? They're like, oh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about this Holy Spirit you talk of. And he was able to explain to them and pray for them. You know, it's okay to answer the question, no. Or it's okay to answer it, I'm not sure. Because we can pray and expect God to come. You know, for years, I knew that I hadn't received the Holy Spirit. And I knew that other people around me had something in God that I didn't have. And it both fascinated me and scared me in equal measure. Because I knew there was something they had of God, but I didn't quite fully understand it. And I wanted it, but I wasn't sure I really wanted it. And it was that strange dichotomy. For me, it went on for some time. And then eventually God broke in and met me powerfully. But like I said, I can't just rely on that encounter in the mid-90s. I need to be filled afresh every day. And you know what? So do you. So do you. I look, I'm looking back. I, I, I turned down many opportunities to be prayed for. And if I'm honest, the reason is I was too proud. And I said, no, no, I'm fine. I, I remember meetings going, people saying, Chris, we pray for you? Can we pray for you? I went, oh, no, I'm okay. I was proud and nervous. I want to encourage you today to receive afresh. Don't allow anything to stop you receiving from God today. A little bit of rain. God's not put off by that. God wants to come afresh today.
You know, I know that many of you have been baptized and filled with the Holy Spirit. I know that because I've prayed for many of you. Do you remember that back in the day when we could lay hands on people and pray for them? We're going to pray for people this morning. We're not going to lay hands on you. That's okay. God knows. But I know that many of you have been baptized, filled with the Holy Spirit. I know that. But I feel that God wants to pour his Spirit out afresh. And he wants us to receive afresh today. I believe God wants to mark this first occurrence of gathering together physically in over a year by pouring his spirit out afresh and empowering us to live for him. As we move into a new way of living, having more contact with other people, God wants to empower you for this life that he has for you. Not just to go back to the way you were living, but to empower you for a new way of living in him. Filled with his spirit, empowered by him, sent out by him to reach his world. We need God's power, don't we? Anybody think they can live the Christian life in their own power? Doesn't work. It really doesn't. It's a recipe for exhaust, exhaustion, disaster, depression. It just, you know, it just does not work. But you know what? If you read the manual, it talks about being filled with the Spirit. You follow the maker's instructions, he says, well, I'm going to pour my Spirit out on you. And guess what? That makes all the difference. I'm not saying you won't have challenges. You will. I'm not saying that things won't be tough sometimes. They will. But you'll know that God is empowering you to live for him. And for those of you who may be a little fearful today about things unlocking and things progressing over the coming weeks and months, I believe God wants to come and deal with fear today. And, you know, I get it. I understand it. We've been through this dreadful pandemic that we're not out of yet. Things are looking much better in our nation, but in other countries, still so hard, so tough, so difficult. So I get that you might be fearful. I understand that. But I do believe that God wants to come this morning and deal with fear. And so we're going to pray for two groups of people in a moment. I'm going to pray now for any of you who are struggling with fear. And whether you're here at Ridgeway in the glorious sunshine or whether you're watching on Church Online or on YouTube, I want to invite you now. If, you're, if you know, you're, you're, you'll know. If you know that you know, you've got a tendency to struggle with fear and right now as life begins to unlock, you're thinking... I'm just not sure how it's going to be. I'm going to ask you to stand in a moment. I'm going to pray. And we can't gather around you and lay hands on you, but those near you are going to turn to you and lift their hands and pray for God to come. So listen, if that's you, I want you to be very brave right now and stand. And I'm going to pray for you right now. 
And if you're watching on Church Online, then you can respond on there as well. Thank you. Anybody else? Thank you. Going once. Going twice. Going three times. <laughs> okay, let's pray. Father, I want to pray right now that you, God, would deal with fear in people's hearts. Father, for those who are fearful about what the future holds as life begins to unlock, I pray, Holy Spirit, would you come right now and break fear in Jesus' name. We lift it off and say, God, bring release and freedom in Jesus' name. Lord, where there's been fear about what life looks like, where there's been fear about the unlocking and as the coming weeks and months ahead, we say where fear has reigned, God, would it go and would your peace reign in its place? So we say right now, let the peace of God rest. Let the peace of God come afresh in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Well done, guys, for being brave. Bless you. May you know God's peace and his presence and his comfort and his strength in Jesus' name. So as we begin to wrap up, let me quote you Ephesians 5, verse 18, which says this. Do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Spirit. And you can think, oh, that's just a one-off occurrence. But no, actually, a better translation of the Greek is go on being continually filled with the Holy Spirit. Go on every day being filled with the Spirit. Continually filled empowered is that your experience is that your daily reality i want to pray for us now that it would be and that god would come so can we stand together and if you're watching on church online if you're able to stand you might want to stand and respond might feel weird standing in front of your computer screen but hey that's okay we've got used to doing those strange things in the last year haven't we I do believe that today is a day of encounter, a day of empowering, a day of God wanting to come afresh to us. Do you believe that? Some of you believe that. It's a good start. I believe it is. I really do. So let's lift our hands to the Lord, and I'm going to pray that he will come and fill you afresh with his Spirit. So Holy Spirit, we say now, would you come? We welcome you in this place. We welcome you in this field, in this unusual environment, but you're not. You're not surprised by that. You're not put off by that, Lord. So we say, Holy Spirit, would you come right now in Jesus' name, Come and fill afresh right now, right across this field. Holy Spirit, empower. Holy Spirit, 
come and bring strength, come and bring gifts. Who? Let's just welcome him. Come, Lord. If you're watching on Church Online, God wants to come to you as well. Come and bring his spirit afresh. He wants to fill you afresh right now in Jesus' name. Come, Lord God. Just receive him. Just welcome him. Just welcome him. Just say, Lord, I welcome you. I welcome you. step into all he has for us. So Holy Spirit, would you come? New gifts for this new season. I believe God wants to put, pour out new gifts for this new season. I feel for some of you, you're thinking, I'm just going to go back to what I was doing and, and that God says, no, he's got new things in a new season. I feel there are new gifts for some of you in this new season. You shouldn't just assume it will be like it was before, but I believe in the Spirit, God is pouring out new gifts for a new season. For some of you, there are dreams you've had for years, thinking, oh, will it ever Will it ever happen for what God's spoken, what he's promised? I just feel God would say he's opening new doors in this new season. So come Holy Spirit. Come Lord God. Oh, thank you Lord. Father, we thank you for your goodness to us. We thank you for your faithfulness to us. We thank you for your presence we thank you, it hasn't rained so much. <laughs> and we thank you, Lord, for your love. And we pray now that, God, you would fill us afresh and send us out into your world to bring your good news of love and the mercy of Jesus to everyone around us. We pray you'd be glorified in Jesus' name. And all God's people said, Amen. Amen. If you're watching on Church Online, thank you so much for being with us today. God bless you. We look forward to uh, you joining us next week, same time, 10.30 next Sunday. Please join us then. Thank you very much. Jubilee Church podcast. Feel free to check out our website at 